one, we got Brian K. Diaz in the motherfucking house. I'm here. And uh, Brian does guitar teching. He does photography. I actually, I think the first time, I don't even know how I discovered you. I don't know. I discovered you either. But I think for <laughs> me, I was trying to think about it today. It's like, I genuinely think that, I don't know how, but I found you through your photography. I think it was either like through band stuff. And then I just oh. kind of started looking at it. And I was, as I was going through your feet, I was like, fuck, this guy's like really fucking good. And like, oh, you got, you got like a really cool style. And then I was just like, wait, is this guy a guitar tech as well? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, because it's, it's so hard. like nonchalant, but it's like, I mean, obviously you, you've had a career before fucking Instagram was a thing and all this other shit. So it's just like, yeah, I, I feel like I start, you know, like when I started sharing mm-hmm. my, my photo mm-hmm. stuff, really, it was like the beginning of Instagram. Like, yeah. I was like, people were like, wow, like you're a photographer too. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you were just a guitar tech, yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, there's people that know me be, or like found me through photography mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you that maybe didn't know that I worked uh-huh. in music yeah. and they're like, how do you have access to all these like people? And like, <laughs> what, you know, like how are you working on all these instruments from these people or like, you know, shooting these bands live or whatever? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm a roadie, you know? Like, yeah. 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 That was like first and foremost. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's basically what I've been doing for since 2003. It's been like my kind of my full-time job so how did you i mean let's just get into it like how'd you get how did you get into it how did you i know that's like yeah no i mean not everybody no not everybody knows me personally Mm -hmm. but you know i I started off i was a music you know i was a musician i was in i was in a band you're not gonna like this Mm -hmm. but it was a ska punk band (laughs) all right right. it's over that's it (laughs) again damn it no um (laughs) Uh, I was, yeah, I was in a ska punk. I was on, you know, from, from Long Island, New York. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the nineties though. So like 97, I think you were legally required to be in a ska yeah. band, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was like, you were the Boston's or you were like, yeah. whatever. And, you know, and we played with all those bands. We toured with all them and that was cool. That was a, like a good, um, sort of introduction to the world, like touring world. And like the first time I ever met people who worked for bands mm-hmm. who weren't in bands. And I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, these guys have someone that carries their drums in uh-huh. for them, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how do I? I'm like, how? Like, maybe, I, maybe I should start thinking about that because, mm-hmm. like, you just know that the shelf life of a band is like, you know, unless you break big, mm-hmm. you know, you better have a backup plan. Yeah. Even if you have break big, you better have a backup. Yeah. Plan. So, and you know, I did another band after that, uh, the uh, band called Reunion Show, and we we toured from 2000 to 2003, and then right when we broke up is when I started working for bands. I started with uh, a fr- our friend's band from Long Island, uh, Brand New, and then left them. They, I did a couple tours with them and then left them for Motion City Soundtrack in 2004. Mm-hmm. And that was basically, I was with them for like three years mm-hmm. after. That was the first long-term mm-hmm. band I worked for. And I mean, when I, when I first, first started, I didn't really know. I was like, we need a guitar tech for tour. And I was mm-hmm. like, Okay, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. do I, yeah. am, I, am I just bringing cases in? Do yeah. I, like, I, I knew like I knew how to change. I know how to change my strings. Uh-huh. I knew how to like. I knew some electronics. I didn't. I wasn't really like, uh, fully like. I le- I learned a lot. I got thrown into the fire, and it, luckily there was other techs on that tour that mm-hmm. that first tour that I did that were like, oh, you should do this. Learn how to like make a loom, a cable loom. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm like, how do I make cables? And mm-hmm. they were just like. 
come with me. I'll show yeah. you how to do that. And like, you know, it was like a lot of trial by fire. But uh-huh. that first year, first year or two, I learned a lot. I, mm-hmm. I learned enough to get by for a while mm-hmm. before really getting into more mm-hmm. advanced work. But that was my start. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. And then you just kind of just kept. I just kept, yeah, I just kept going. Cause like, you know, Motion City went, they, you know, they went, I, I was with them for a while and I think mm-hmm. I kind of acted with them. Cause then I started doing like every job. I was mm-hmm. like, at one point I was a tour manager. Mm-hmm. Then I was like the, I was running their monitors. Mm-hmm. I was, I was doing everything mm-hmm. at one, all at the same time, mm-hmm. like while mm-hmm. teching. Mm-hmm. And it finally kind of ate me alive. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I kind of want to move on and do just have a life. And in 2006, yeah. I was living in Chicago actually. Uh-huh. And, uh, I just started working at a venue and I did that. That didn't really make me happy uh-huh. either. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I need to, I need to figure out how to get back on tour. And I, that's when I got a call to work for fallout boy. Mm-hmm. And that kind of started the next chapter of my like mm-hmm. career. Cause then it was like, okay, now I'm working for a band. That's like arena level, mm-hmm. big, like rock star band. And once you do that, you start getting calls for all sorts of mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, yeah, they they took time off. I ended up working for Primus and mm-hmm. then Sum Forty One mm-hmm. and Anthrax mm-hmm. and Garbage and just a just a ton of different bands. Yeah. But you know, you build your rep and you yeah. get out there and you do you know. Yeah. But it it it's, hasn't been without its times when I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that goes for anything. Even like, oh yeah. You know, it's just like it's it is. I mean, dude, I was kind of telling you before we got started, which is like. Like the grass is always, it's such a dumb saying, but it's true though. It's just like, you know, the grass is greener on the other oh, side or whatever. And it's like, you see that other person, you're like, fuck, I wish. And yeah. I remember, dude, I was trying to like, same thing, you know, it's just like, dude, I was in a band, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We Sure. I mean, it's like, I think that's a, a pretty common, um, it's a pretty common story. Like yeah. someone's, I mean, most of the texts that I know, most people I, that work directly with the musicians. I'm not saying the people who hang the lights or whatever. Like yeah. I, to that, I mean, I'm not, not, trying, not trying to be like offensive <laughs> to them. Or, I'm like, I'm always like, that's like the construction workers on tour. Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. just like there to build stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a skill that I don't mm-hmm. possess. Like, I don't know how to do lights. I don't know how to do yeah. that stuff. Like, could I figure it out? Maybe. But yeah. like my interests weren't there. My interests were in music. And the next closest thing was to go and, work for these musicians or you know yeah. be around instruments and yeah. like amps and yeah things that i was like yeah this is what i'm into yeah now. yeah yeah so i guess that transition happens a lot with a lot you know a lot yeah. of musicians and yeah like you, or you go on you build a shop mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're just like well, i'm gonna stay mm-hmm. getting paid you know i don't want to i don't want to just be and being in a band was like making me broke <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i mean dude it's it's that man it's like I I mean, dude, it's cool. It's it's rad what I've done, but it's like I think for me it was like, dude, 2020 was gonna be like my big year, you know, <laughs> dude. But I was like, I was gonna go on tour with um, Greta Van Fleet, and they're opening up for Metallica, and oh. then after that, dude, it was just like I was Ooh, like, yeah. I knew that I was going to like be like fuck if i start going down this path and i was nervous about it you know because dude I, I like i like routines i like being at home i like time with my wife like like i enjoy those things yeah. you know but for me because i just i didn't know anybody in the in the industry and on that side like it was hard for me to to break in you know so it's just like i was like well fuck it at the time i'm just gonna i'm just gonna repair stuff here at home 
I'll just do that. I'll do that. You know, I just pushed that as, as hard as I could. And it's cool because like, I never planned any, any of this shit, but like I was able to kind of build a nice little clientele. Yeah, but you, didn't, you know what? You didn't let some people let this, the last year eat them alive. And like, that's uh-huh. not, I mean, everybody dealt with what happens differently. Yeah. I, you know, personally I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I mean, everybody had their, their month of, or so, like mm-hmm. all the touring people of like everything went away. Mm-hmm. And of course I panicked. I sat mm-hmm. at home. I, cried i was like yeah. what is happening like i'm yeah. losing my i've been doing this for 20 years like mm-hmm. i'm losing my my livelihood right like yeah. right in front of my eyes like yeah. okay how do, what do i do but at the same time you know i was like okay just take a deep breath mm-hmm. and figure out what what can you do mm-hmm. i can work on photography did i do anything exciting with photography some things yes some things no mm-hmm. sometimes i was shooting real estate mm-hmm. photos mm-hmm. does it pay money yes is it exciting yeah no, <laughs> like yeah, I'd yeah. rather be out there shooting a show or out on the street or yeah. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and it was always something that I was like, oh, this is fun for me, mm-hmm. you know, but it's that, yeah, it's that same thing. Like I, I had big plans for mm-hmm. 2020. Like this mm-hmm. was a big year. We mm-hmm. were doing a stadium tour. Mm-hmm. I had just gotten a raise from the band, uh-huh. like the making the most money I'd ever yeah. made. And it was like, all right, grand opening, grand closing, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was that kind of feeling. And, um, man, it was like. What band? If you with, with with Fall Out Boy. Okay, so cool, we cool. were about uh-huh. to do last summer. We were supposed to do the Hella Mega tour, which uh-huh. was the Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. So you know, and Fuck. like at baseball stadiums, like yeah. it was a Dodger Stadium yeah, yeah, and yeah, City yeah. Field and mm-hmm. Fenway Park and all yeah. this, and like we, you know, it kept on getting closer and closer to when it was going to happen. And first, it was supposed to go to Europe, mm-hmm. and Europe was like nobody's coming to Europe. Mm-hmm. Right? And I like, if you're European and you're in the States, you're stuck. Like mm-hmm. there was no one, yeah. get, no, no one going yeah, in yeah. and out. So we're like, I guess that part of the tour is canceled. But I was like, you know what? There's still nine weeks or 10 weeks before the U S tour. I'm like, things will be fine. Mm-hmm. And I was still like, kind of in my head, like, we're going to get around this. They said yeah. it was two weeks. Yeah. Flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah. We're getting past this. Yeah. It's going to be, maybe, maybe it's yeah. eight weeks to yeah, flatten yeah, yeah. the curve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, as you know, we know the end of that story. So, God, um, you know, it got closer and closer and eventually you get that email that you don't want to get from management. That's like, we did not want to write this email, but this is the situation. You're not the only people, you know, trust mm-hmm. me, you're not the only people in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like the band's in this situation mm-hmm. with you. They're not going to be making mm-hmm. any money. Management's not making any mm-hmm. money. Every, all the crew that was on the tour. So yeah. like everyone's on in the same boat right now. And um, yeah, I mean, it sucked. It's and, and it sucked to de- to derail my my routine, mm-hmm. and now it's my routine. Mm-hmm. Like now, my routine's very different mm-hmm. because I've been home for a year mm-hmm. and a half, and I'm about to derail it again mm-hmm. to go back to my old life. Yeah, which is cool. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I think I've said this a number of times mm-hmm. to different people, but mm-hmm. I think I'm not gonna um, hustle as hard for every little gig scrap, mm-hmm. like where it's like. Hey, you want to do this two days over here mm-hmm. with these guys? You mm-hmm. want to do one week over here mm-hmm. with them? You want to mm-hmm. do two weeks here? And I'm like, I used to just think I needed to fill all my time. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now I want to. I want to spend time mm-hmm. home, like when I'm off tour. Mm-hmm. You know, work, pick up, pick up some mm-hmm. work, doing a couple of guitars mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. like recording. I've been yeah. recording music, like yeah. enjoy my life a little more. Yeah. You know? I think I kind of that put that mindset into me. Uh-huh. Like this is what I need to do. Yeah. You know? to be happy yeah 
So, so for follow-up, well, you work with Pete, right? Yes, your, base your tech. Pete's, yeah, base tech. I started, when I started with them, though, I was, originally I was just Joe. No, I was working for Joe and Patrick. So I was on the other side of the stage. Uh-huh. Stage right, I was doing both guitars. Uh-huh. And then I was doing Pete and Patrick from mm-hmm. the other side of the stage. And then there was a point when then everybody had their own tech. Mm-hmm. It's been back and forth, yeah. but pretty much since 2007, mm-hmm. I've been just i've been pete's tech Mm -hmm. and someone else or just working for Mm -hmm. him and right now everybody in the band has their own person that handles that's crazy man i mean it is it is until you know you realize like some of these people are like i just want i don't want anybody Mm -hmm. to pay be paying attention to something else yeah yeah no i I mean it's such a it's such a beautiful luxury you know it's just like where it's like (laughs) i mean dude i will tell you this it's like when i first got into it finally you know it's just like oh cool you know like i fancy myself a luthier and you know i (laughs) lose and i work you are (laughs) and i work on guitars and then you know i show up to to like the rehearsal and it's just like it's like Where's all the amps and everything? It's just, oh, dude, the truck's getting here like in like in an hour. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, oh yeah, the oh, the, and then oh, your first waiting game. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's just like waiting around, and then it's like the truck's here, and it's just like, where's well, I mean, I sound like a bitch, but it's like, wait, oh, I I'm responsible oh, to responsible. unload the yeah. amps, and then oh, I gotta set everything up, and then oh. Oh, this is the game. You're like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it's like, I mean, it was very humbling and in, in a very good way because it's just like, it just made me appreciate music from like a different point of view. It was just like, oh, dude, like these people like in the audience and everything, like, they'll never understand that like, honestly. All the things that happened before. All the things that happened. It's just and like. And afterwards. Yeah. It's just like, dude, the show's over for you guys. You guys, but. Yeah. I got to make sure that. Everything is accounted for. I got to make sure that everything's put away neatly. Like, it, no, this nothing, is nothing this, worse than going back out there and seeing that one cable or that one thing. You're like, God fuck. damn it. I guess this is going in my bunk with me today. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, I guess I'm taking this. Yeah, uh, you look around, see, so like, everybody it's like, notices. You know, the classic, the, you know, idiot check or the yeah, dummy check. Yeah. You know, go yeah. in and make sure you, yeah. you weren't a dummy. And yeah. Left, you know? yeah, 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 man. It, and it's, and it's happened, you know, and then people, there's people who like to play the game, like, oh, so I'm going to hide it on this guy and like make him, teach sweat him it a out. lesson. Yeah. You know what? There's, you, you're, you've already taught yourself a lesson by mm-hmm. remembering that you forgot something yeah don't stress someone out even, yeah you know even yeah. more that's that's a one of my least favorite tour uh tropes yeah. like <laughs> the, and that's like an old roadie thing you know like uh, oh this guy left behind uh, you left behind this thing and like or it'd be like the opening band and you know mm-hmm. like the opening bands it's like they on off get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. you know you're, you're yeah. basically kicking them off stage yeah i mean we had a band that left behind a guitar and then everyone's like what do we do with it i'm like I don't give it back. Like, yeah. and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. they're still on site. Let's give uh-huh. it back. And they're like, no, 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 I'll give it back tomorrow. When they real, you know, when they realize it's gone, and then like, yeah. you make them sweat a little bit, and you yeah. keep it in the office. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, but like, that's not cool, man. Because mm-hmm. I've been, I've been mm-hmm. that opening band. You know, mm-hmm. I've been on as a musician. Because yeah. some of these people haven't done that. Yeah. You know, and like, they just like think it's funny. And like, when you're in the opening band and you lose like a, a five hundred, six hundred dollar guitar mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, even that, like, mm-hmm. you're just like, fuck, where is it? And mm-hmm. That can ruin your whole mm-hmm. day, your week, your month, your show, the yeah. tour. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. losing an instrument. I've been on a tour. We've literally lost an instrument when I was in a band, and it was like, well, there goes our whole. You know, we had to replace it, and mm-hmm. we now we're down all this money that we made yesterday and yeah. the day before. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I don't like to stress people out like that. Like, 
Like, hey, yeah. I'd rather be like the nice guy. So uh-huh. people are like, you know what? The crew for that band is pretty cool. Yeah. They, didn't, yeah. they didn't do that to me. You yeah. Know? That's funny, man. So I feel like I've been on both sides, <laughs> which is like, you know, playing in a band and then <laughs> our first tour to uh, South by Southwest and then our bass player. It's always a bass player. Dude, <laughs> he forgot his bass I'm at the ba- fucking bar, dude. <laughs> at like the last show. Dude, we're on our way back to California. We're like in Arizona or some shit. And then uh, our singer, Elaine, it's just like she got a text from one of the bands. It's like, hey, I think you guys left like an instrument here. We're like, what does it look like? Oh, it's a Blue Warwick. And then we all look at like our bass player. Uh, yeah. He's like. I thought you packed it or somebody it was just like, everyone's just like, dude, fuck off. Like, uh, man, and you that, know, that's, and that's like, um, it's that thing. It's like, and then, you know, when you're in a band, sorry, kinda, Enrique, I just called you up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, when, when you're in a band and you're young, you're doing it. Like you don't think about how, like, Hey, maybe we really should make a list of who's responsible for what. I mean, when you're on a tour where everyone's job is so specialized mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, I'm the base tech. Like mm-hmm. I have this, 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 and mm-hmm. this, I got to make sure this gets on the truck. He's got to make sure that gets on the truck. She's got to make sure her audio gets, yeah, on, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, like that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you're, those are your thing. Those are your tools for the day. Mm-hmm. Like make sure that, that you're yeah, going from place to place mm-hmm. when you're in a band and you're less responsible and you're just kind of like, yeah, we played a show. And like <laughs> no one's like thinking like, Hey, we should all be looking out for this stuff. And then you leave. You're just like, Oh, uh, we forgot something. Yeah. You don't have that checklist of things. And that's like one of, one of the big things in my life. I always say like on tours, like it's just to me is like a series of checklists. Mm-hmm. Cause like when I remove the music from it and the everything else, mm-hmm. there's just a checklist of things I do every day. It's mm-hmm. like in almost an identical order just mm-hmm. because it's like how I'm like, I can't operate without doing that or yeah. else I'll screw something up. Yeah. I'll forget something or I'll, you know, yeah. Whatever. And, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. and I don't want that. I try to make it, just make a habit. Just mm-hmm. make a, you know how, you know, mm-hmm. it is like you get a guitar in the shop here, you know, mm-hmm. there's probably a, a number of things you do before you st- crack it open and start mm-hmm. working on it. You yeah. know, you're just like, all right, let's check this. Let's check that. Let's mm-hmm. do this. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have that wherewithal when I was in a band. So nobody like, teaches you. No, that. you um, learn it by experience. You learn yeah, it by losing your yeah, base yeah, yeah, yeah. and having yeah, someone exactly, call you and exactly. tell you. But it's, it's like, it's those things that are like, you know, because like there's MI, like I went to MI and I, I, I keep talking shit about it. <laughs> it's a, whatever. But it's just like, like nobody teaches you these actual real life things that I think that's why it's so hard to be in a band. You know, it's well, just you like, talk, I mean, you talk shit on MI. I mean, people talk shit on, on Full Sail. Like, yeah. Full, and Full Sail is yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like roadie school or yeah. like audio school. I'm mm-hmm. like, this, I listen, I've toured with Full Sail graduates mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. excellent at mm-hmm. their jobs, mostly audio people mm-hmm. who are very like, do things by the book or whatever, but a fair number of them say like, yeah, I first time I was ever in a real live situation. Uh It wasn't like anything that I learned in school. Like I didn't have this pristine uh, studio to work Mm -hmm. in to like Mm -hmm. everything was in there was like (laughs) top quality. Nothing was broken. You show up the first day on a tour and it's like, Oh, well, this snake's busted. Uh That thing that's four channels on that doesn't work. You can't get the PA hung on this side. And it's like, They're living their nightmare. They're living yeah. the night, the, uh-huh. all the nightmares that they were never taught all at once every day. Yeah. And, you Dude. know, nothing's going to prepare you for real life. Yeah. Like, like real life. That's yeah, the yeah. only Dude, way. My first, <laughs> the first tech gig that I did, like officially, was um, for this artist. Her name's LP. She's 
fucking amazing. I, I love remember her. seeing your Instagram story. Yeah, oh, dude, she's know. so I I love her, and I will for always be grateful that you know that whole crew gave me a shot. But you know, it's like as yeah, the once like I showed up to the they had one rehearsal, and then the next day they were playing, um, Ohana in San Diego. Yes, it's like, dude, I've never done any tech gig like anything it's just like so i'm like kind of like making notes for myself and it's just like okay you know like do this or whatever i have no understanding of anything to be honest with you and then it's just like you know but i'm like trying to act cool and kind of you know whatever <laughs> and then it's like so we show up it's like to the festival you know early as fuck and i'm like well there's a lot of bands playing like how does that work how do you like do we it's like we must get like i don't know what like like an hour or two but then like looking at the, looking at the set list it's like well that doesn't add up you know and then we show up and then Wes the um he's pretty much like our manager like he's like okay cool so like they're bringing up like these risers and I'm like asking him like straight up I was like dude so how does this work like I don't I don't know you know and then what you were saying earlier about like other you know other techs and other like people kind of helping you out there was a guy Scott on that gig and uh he's a sweetheart i love him to death and he's become one of my like, really good friends and but you know he he took me under his wing especially during that show you know and it was just like he's like this is how it works you know we get these like risers on wheels and then you set everything up on these things and then when it's time you just go out and then i'm like freaking the fuck out because i'm like dude i had like this like list of like 30 things out the window dude immediately <laughs> and then like dude my heart is like fucking oh. and then her fucking wireless unit that she was using at the time oh man i'm looking around because it's, it's like I, I, somewhere <laughs> dude it's like it's oh it's, oh Talking yes, about those fucking things. But it's the oh. one. Sorry, line six. But fuck. I know man. you guys just gave me some gear. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy the helix, but um, this thing I'm not super. Dude, not I mean me. that's like meant for like a, a situation, like some a control thing. But dude, she's yeah. playing festivals. It's like no, it's not, that's not for a festival for so sure. So her old tech kind of, you know, she doesn't know. Like she's the artist. It's like so her old tech kind of set her her board up with these fucking things, and then and it's super convenient this, for that. Dude, yeah, it's like it's a like a right angle thing for her use. If you're playing in a club, this the room size mm -hmm, of this room, mm -hmm. yeah, perfect, exactly, <laughs> dude. In a situation like that, not only that, a tour after that, like a South America tour. Mm. So I was just, dude. I did one rehearsal with them. I did this one gig. We had two days off, and then we went on tour. We did like six weeks in South America. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking the whole time. I'm like, uh. But anyways, the whole time, it's like immediately, like even rehearsals, it's like it kept cutting out, and I'm like. You know, like, oh, dude, fuck, I don't know. Like, uh, dude, I don't know. So it's like, so I figured out Sorry. that uh, the only way that it would work on her uke was if you, you push it in and then you have to pull it out just a hair. It sounds sexual, but yeah, just a hair. And I, then you get signal. Yeah, but, dude, I did not. I did not yeah. know this. So anyways dude first show dude i set everything up i'm like freaking out scott's running over it's like hey what do you need help dude he he did keyboard world he did drums and then he was done like 15 minutes and i'm like uh still like trying to figure out you know and like i'm like strumming her fucking uke like frantically and like you know like in my in-ears it's like i hear like tim the the monitor guy's like we got no uke no uke and i'm like freaking out and i'm like and then i have wes you know like front of house guy he's like Luis, we good one minute 
Luis, we good? One minute. Oh. And then I hear like LP side no, stage. Nothing more LP. relaxing about that. You <laughs> and know? I'm like freaking out. And I'm like, ah, I don't, you know, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm, I'm doing. And I'm like, and then Scott comes over. I'm like, what do you need help? What do you need? He's like, dude, I don't know. It's not working. It's not working. He's like, I need to check base. He's like, dude, I got you. And then he runs and he plugs the base. And he's like, boom, boom. He's like, it's good. And then literally he's like, Luis, LP's side states like we gotta go we gotta go dude i just fucking smacked the fucking thing on the pedal board and, and then just, we got you we got you i'm like oh my god oh so fuck so straight. you're making me sweat yeah, right dude, now I'm like i run about over it. dude i i bring the uke i'm like trying to act professional like oh dude yeah 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 i'll pee i know what the fuck i'm doing i got you girl you know and it's just like yeah. the whole time dude i'm yeah, like that's <sighs> that, i mean that's that was that's been me like in a lot of situations where it's like clocks clocks running down and i can't yeah. figure out like something's just mm-hmm. not doing what it's supposed to do what's your worst one um, man, I, I gotta say like one of the worst ones, but it was early on it was with brand new. We were uh-huh. in Australia, my first time ever in Australia. We're opening for Blink-182 and we're at, I'll never forget. It was in Sydney at the Hordern Pavilion. Hordern? Hordern? I don't know. Sydney, Australia. First time there. We had a lovely day off and we're just like, oh man, this is gonna be great. It was yeah. like our first show down mm-hmm. there. Opening for Blink at this time, at this point, like the biggest tour we've ever yeah. done, you know? Yeah. And singer have this, you know, he has this big pedal board that we flew, big pedal board that we flew down there that I kind of half put together with mm-hmm. him. And it's janky. It's mm-hmm. my, fr- you know, mm-hmm. it's not like yeah, what I built yeah, now, yeah, like yeah, where yeah. I know like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you need to zip tie this yeah, down. Yeah, you need yeah. to secure uh-huh. like shit was just like not secure. So yes. fl- we check it in and uh-huh. fly it. Uh-huh. And now, uh, you know, you open it up and it's like, Oh, everything's all out of whack. <laughs> the TSA probably tore it apart. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am. Um, there was uh, an, a band. So we're not even the opening band. We're the second of, of three. So like, mm-hmm. at least if we were the opening band, mm-hmm. I would have had a fighting chance because we would have been up there before doors, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. The only chance I got to check this gear is in the 15 minute changeover, mm-hmm. lay the pedal board down after, you know, I'd put it back together mm-hmm. to get everybody else's stuff. And I f- chose to do his stuff last. Cause I was like, whatever yeah, it's yeah. last. Then I'll, I'll walk off stage with the guitar, mm-hmm. hand it to him. Boom. We can start the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't quite go that way. Um, I spent like almost the entire changeover trying to get this guitar to work, could not mm-hmm. figure out what in this thing was not working correctly. Um, in the end, I think it, it, it was something was on not powered or whatever. It's something I it's, this is so long. It was like yeah. 2003 or 2004. So it's been yeah. a while, but I just remember like, at some point, just bypassing everything except for his wah pedal. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, like, this is the only thing that works. So have a good show. And he's like, what? And he's like, which is like, do I have a, a overdrive? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, like, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. um, I just overdrive. I go over to his amp and just turn. It's like, is the, you got yeah, overdrive yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. and he's like, fine. Just does the show. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I walk off stage. I'm so fucking like. I'm so frazzled. Yeah, just like my yeah. first in Australia. I'm yeah. so tired from yeah. flying there. Yeah. And I'm I'm out in the back, all these cables fucking pile on top of this yeah. thing. And I'm just like staring at it. Uh-huh. Mark Hoppus from Blink walks uh-huh. by, uh-huh. looks down at it, and goes, Now oh, that looks like calculus. And then walks yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it. I'm like, I just got burned by this dude. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah, standing yeah, here. Yeah. Cause he he like watched it and like, you know, whatever. We figured it out. And yeah. but 
that one was like the really stressful because it yeah. was like you know first time in a country mm-hmm. first time doing this big gig with this mm-hmm. big band and like i don't know i just felt yeah. I, just, I just yeah panicked yeah, you yeah, know? yeah and i've had other moments where i've panicked or like there's been times when like so i you know i did guns and roses and uh-huh. tw- a, a few times but uh last time i did was 2018 dude was, which is fucking awesome it, it was oh. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie not gonna lie, I say I was like three years ago today. We were and in, who you who were you working with? Duff? With with Duff McKagan, Duff? yeah. So, you know, Duff's cool dude. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I didn't know him until mm-hmm. then. How'd you get that gig? Well, okay, so to go back in 2012, I worked for GNR after um, was this is when they before Duff was back in the band before Slash was back in the band. They had, they had like the weird lineup. They had Buckethead like and no, but no Buckethead. Everybody says Buckethead. Uh-huh. That was like that's like way earlier. I just remember Bumblefoot though. Ron uh, Thal. Yes. yes. Ron, Ron uh-huh. was in the band. Yeah. Richard Fortis, who's uh-huh. still in the band, yeah. um, who's great. I love yeah. Richard. Um, the other there was three guitarists. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Ashba, who's like six AM. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, I mean, he's not gonna watch that's this. A, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ Ashba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dizzy Reed, who still plays keyboards. Yeah. Um, Frank Farrow, who's still the drummer. Uh, Chris Pittman was the other keyboard player who's no longer. He's been replaced by Melissa. And the bass player was Tommy Stinson of The Replacements. Uh, and I he do was remember in GNR that lineup. For, you know, he was in GNR probably longer than he was in Replacements. He was probably in GNR longer than he was in, than Duff was in That's the band. That's crazy. Um, so what happened was his tech, uh, Armand, mm-hmm. uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, in you know in between tours and tommy's manager at the time a good friend of mine ben he called me he's like look he's like this is gonna be weird um i was in the middle of a tour with anthrax and those dudes knew armin because armin worked for slayer as well and they were all broken up about this Mm -hmm. and they were like listen he's like i got weird news to ask you and before he even told me i was like i think i know what he's gonna ask Mm -hmm. and he was like Look, if you don't do it, if you don't come out and do this tour, he's like, just going to hire someone else. He's like, you might feel weird, like you're jumping in someone's grave or whatever. But I showed up and they were like, you know, my first show was in (laughs) Moscow. I had no rehearsals, Mm -hmm. just flew flew into Russia, uh, flew in, met a bunch of people I'd never met before, just a bunch of techs that, a bunch of dudes that were, you know, they'd been together, a lot of them for many years. How big uh, is that crew? It's a lot. I mean, now it's like massive because they're doing yeah. stadiums. Yeah. And then it was like arena size crew. Uh-huh. So, you know, in it, and having seven, eight musicians on stage, there was eight, just everybody had their own tech, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, they had me working for Tommy and the original base tech for, for Duff, this guy named Mike Mayhew, McBob, um, one of the greats, like mm-hmm. one of the old, like old school dudes mm-hmm. who to, to date still works for Duff. But in that period when he was not in the band, worked for whoever was playing guitar. He worked for Buckethead. He worked for Bumblefoot. He worked for mm-hmm. Robin Fink, whoever. Um, but he worked also worked for Duff with Velvet Revolver and whatever. And I became friends with him. And he's <clears throat> been, uh, been great to me. He's helped me out a lot. And, um, you know, in 2018, he got, he got sick. He needed to have surgery, mm-hmm. um, which luckily – it was a something something cancerous and yeah. you know had the surgery and he's great now he's back on tour he's back yeah. back to roading back to mm-hmm. yelling at everyone and being, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. being his 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 character self um but when he needed that done um his brother Tom who also works he's Axel's kind of right hand man um Tom hit me up and was like Diaz he's like 
grab your passport, grab your toothbrush, you're coming on tour. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like in a casino in Vegas. Yeah. I'm like, what? What's happening? What am, yeah, where am I going? What, yeah, what am yeah, I doing? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he explained it to me, you know, like, yeah, this is what's going on with my brother. He's like, your brother, my brother requested that you come on, you know, call you. And mm-hmm. so I dropped everything and yeah. fucking went to rehearsal yeah. and did it. And it was crazy. Like to be in that, that version of it, I'm like, oh, this is a way different vibe. Uh-huh. <laughs> But still the same kind of like, yeah. there was a lot of the same crew people that uh-huh. I had worked with were still there. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. And people that I've been friends with for now uh-huh. 10, you know, nine, 10 years. Yeah. Um, I saw some of them two nights ago. They're yeah. there, you know, they're in town mm-hmm. rehearsing right now. So it's cool. That was a, that was a cool thing to get involved with. Yeah. But someone like Duff, like he, you know, he's cool. He's easy to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I made a mistake one day. I uh, handed him a bass, switched bases. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a little like the way this stage is set up, mm-hmm. there's like stairs and it wrapped around. And my little world was underneath the stage right. Mm-hmm. Like I had like a it was like a room. I had like a little room with uh all my shit and like my guitars, all my amp rigs, all my shit, whatever. So yeah, I'm underneath the stairs in this room and, and um they go into a song that they I have to change bases, mm-hmm. different tuning. So I, I change bases for him. And like, you know, I have a little switcher there. It's like one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Normally it's like I switch the bass uh-huh. and the song two. here we go. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I grab the bass, I switch them. I walk back, mm-hmm. I'm putting it in the vault. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm like wiping it down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like thinking, I'm like, it's a nice breeze out. I'm like, yeah. it's a nice night in Europe, <laughs> you know, like, and the song starts, I hear the click, you know, like uh-huh. the, in my yeah, ears, yeah, yeah. I hear the click and, and the count off. And uh-huh. the, I hear Frank and like in the, the song, it's uh-huh. like one of the new, it's like newer, it's like Chinese uh-huh. democracy. Yes. Yeah. Starts with just bass and, and drums. And I just uh-huh. hear Frank. Just, uh-huh. sh- 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 I'm like, God, uh-huh. he's kind of going for a while. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, look out at Duff. And he's like staring right at me uh-huh. through this like curtain. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I didn't turn, I didn't turn it on. I didn't uh-huh. turn it on. And uh-huh. it probably was for like five seconds. Yeah. 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 But. Then it feels like, yeah, oh, it feels like an hour and it's in front of 70,000 yeah, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And like, is that the biggest screw up? You uh-huh. know, maybe numbers wise, uh-huh. yeah. But like, honestly, like after the show, mm-hmm. like, or like when I had the next break mm-hmm. when he came in and mm-hmm. was doing whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, so sorry about that, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, ah, he's like, whatever. Like, I don't even think yeah, yeah. he remembered yeah, that yeah, it yeah, happened. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. Like, that yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it comes and goes. Yeah. Matt, like, do, do, do I ever want it to happen again? Absolutely not. Uh, like that's like God. Do you give me my heart? Anxiety. My heart was like, why is this guy staring at me? And mm-hmm. I'm like, look over, and he's got bass number three on, and I've got four press. Or uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, my yeah, whole yeah. body tense yeah, up. Like, yeah, what do I do? What do yeah, I press? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who, who can help me here? Yeah. You know. But you know, it happens. It's like you yeah. know, no one has a perfect show. I mean, God, you know, I've seen dudes who are, you know, I, I always say like, I'm like, you know, obviously don't don't always be the the best tech in the room or don't be the best person in the room because mm-hmm. there's always some you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're the, the smartest guy in the room you're in the wrong room mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i've seen people who are the smartest guy in the mm-hmm. room still mm-hmm. screw up so it's mm-hmm. like ah you know you can't you're human yeah like yeah it, it happens you yeah. know but uh, i also you know i won't stop learning from people either yeah. like i'll always call me i've hit you uh-huh. up for yeah. stuff i hit up whoever like i see someone do something like oh yeah they do that a certain uh-huh. way like how do they do that uh-huh. like there's there's no should never stop learning how to do shit, yeah. you know. I mean, it's. I mean, that's that's very refreshing because I feel like, even like in Luthiery, it's like I, I don't know. There's like this like elitism 
that sometimes mm-hmm. like you see like I see other people kind of like you know like oh well, you're if you get on the you're... on the forums and stuff online oh, no dude. I mean I, I don't worst. fuck with that but it's just like like sometimes <laughs> you know which is like I don't know it's just like this idea that like like oh I you know I build guitars and it's just like dude fuckface like dude you're going off of what like Leo and Big sure. B and all these other people it's like shut up like i get it like it's cool what you're doing but it's just like you're you're standing on the shoulders of giants that's why i love that saying because it's like you're here because other people figured it out you for know real, what i mean but like real. there is like this like el- elitism of like well to me it's like it's like the kind of same weird thing when people act like their music mm-hmm. is this i mean sometimes music is groundbreaking mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just i mean you can only play so many notes mm-hmm. on the guitar. You know what yeah, I mean? Like exactly. at, at some point you're going to put together the same string of notes someone else did. Yeah. Like you aren't doing anything that's mm-hmm. that groundbreaking until you show me some new thing that no well, one's ever seen before. We obviously haven't listened to my music, dude. Oh. So <laughs> I'll have to go check out some SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Yo, let me drop my SoundCloud yeah, yeah, in yeah. here. <laughs> no, like I, I, I just like, you know, I appreciate all mm-hmm sorts of music mm-hmm. and i'm just i just happen to be very entrenched in the rock world you know from just you know regular old classic rock to punk rock to whatever yeah. and everyone thinks that they're reinventing the wheel yeah. and it's like you're you're kind of not you're kind of yeah. just you're it's the same old wheel with some yeah. new tires you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. it's not i don't know mm-hmm. i'm but it doesn't mean that i like it any less yeah. like i can listen i will love bands that play music that sounds identical to someone like you talking about Greta Van Fleet mm-hmm. and people yeah. rip them for being Led Zeppelin yeah, rip, yeah. rip off yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? They're doing it good. And they, yeah. and you're like, they're doing something that you mm-hmm. recognize. Mm-hmm. So like they've uh, mastered this technique. Yeah. So they're, you know, prof- they're proficient at yeah. that. They're, yeah. they can write songs yeah. that make you feel something mm-hmm. that you felt when you heard some like, mm-hmm these other songs i don't know like i don't i don't Dude, hate i don't hate that you know? yeah i mean for with that it's just like you know like like i never dealt with them and i mean dude i was excited like do you know we're like we're sure. gonna fly to nashville and then we're gonna start rehearsals and then we're gonna go do this crazy thing with metallica metallica and guns and roses are obviously for me like you know like the i mean fucking meat and potatoes of like my dude slash is slash is the reason why i'm here Slash, no, don't you can't, dude. If you're gonna, that's no, 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 that's great. I I was gonna say, like, I have a a, a, keep going because I have another another GNR story that's probably this one might be the most stressful, (laughs) but the most amazing thing ever. Okay, I'm I'm excited. No, dude, I mean, for me, it's just like you know, I, I, dude, I I saw I saw the November Rain video, we had just gotten cable, (laughs) dude, like it was a big thing for us. I remember that it's just like, dude, I mean, it was. It was like ten years old dude, by the Ricky time Mackie I saw it. A cake, dude. You know I mean? <laughs> dude that was insane. I know. You're like, dude, dude, it's just rain. You don't dude, have to jump through the wedding dude, cake. I love that whole. It was the first time that I'd ever seen anything. It was literally that a religi- epic. dude. <laughs> yeah. It was a religious experience for me. It's just like, for lack of a better way of explaining it, because I was so like my brother. My brother was like super heavy into like hip hop, like Tupac and all this stuff. Where'd you grow up? You grew up here, around? No, here? no, dude. I'm from Texas, dude. Oh, okay. So yeah. El Paso. I don't know if you've ever been, mighty I've, El Paso. I've been to El Paso many <laughs> times. So, dude, we lived like 
in the ghetto, dude. Like we live like when when did you live there till? Till I was I mean 1920 and then I you know then we moved out and then I you know I got a girlfriend did that whole thing and then we got our own place and then whatever that blew up and then I moved out here when I was 25 um you know but yeah man I remember like just like it was one of those stupid like top 100 videos of all time on MTV yeah, you know yeah. and I remember like thinking oh dude like the number one's gonna, it's gotta be like Tupac or something and <laughs> like like and then it's just like you know they start talking it's like Guns N' Roses like November Rain it costs this much it's like dude I don't it was so like foreign to me because I had no no but no like nothing dude, no, no connection point, yeah. nothing and it's just like this is so dumb and they start playing it's like this piano thing I was like well that's kind of cool man like whatever and then you know dude like first solo like outside that little church i was just like wait something's happening something's changing <laughs> first inside solo, me first dude, solo <laughs> by the end like when he climbs on the piano i remember like by the end of it i was like i i, I have to play guitar like i i dude like it it changed my fucking life i dude. mean yeah changed my trajectory of where and what i wanted to do you know and it's just like for forever i will always be grateful for that and it's crazy because i'm pretty sure they hear this every single day of their lives and it's just like well when you have that much influence over not just rock music mm -hmm. but pop music in general mm -hmm. i'm just like culture in general yeah because i mean if you think about that era um most of, I would say like Appetite or like 87 yeah. to like up till Use Your Illusion. Then mm -hmm. Use Your Illusion was like taking it to like another mm -hmm. whole other level. But like I don't I don't think they had a hand in fully like killing the Sunset Strip mm -hmm. like glam scene because mm -hmm. they were like not that yeah. band. They were like the dangerous like yeah. weird like sort of like like related like had more to do with like punk mm -hmm. aesthetic and like mm -hmm. weird kind of mm -hmm. you know like junkies dude, and I weird shit oh, like dude. it was like dangerous yeah and like i feel like that had a hand in kind of maybe starting to crush that whole like poison nothing yeah. but a good yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that vibe which i mean that was the kind of shit I listen. I, yeah. I listened to that, uh -huh. and I listened to like Bon Jovi and stuff. And yeah. then you know, then yeah, when yeah. I found like bands like that, uh -huh. when I found like GNR, and mm -hmm. then it was like things kind of started turning a little darker, you yeah, know. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually that leads you into the, like made me find like punk rock uh -huh. and whatever. But yeah. yeah, I just feel like you have that kind of that big of an influence, that uh -huh. big of a stamp on things. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're up, it's like otherworldly, you know. Mm -hmm. Like you're just like how did mm -hmm. how did this happen mm -hmm. like you know like how does how did it get that big it's weird yeah yeah it's man. hard not to be influenced by it you know and you yeah. see it and if you're a kid and you see that and you're like i want to do that yeah i want to do what yeah, those yeah. guys are doing yeah and that i'm sure that had part of an effect i, I can never say like what exactly mm -hmm. if i had that kind of same moment where mm -hmm. i saw like a video and i was mm -hmm. like i want to do what those guys are mm -hmm. doing I mean, it's probably a combination of all of it. Yeah, you dude. Know? Yeah. You just like see it like sitting there watching uh -huh. MTV. Like I grew up on that yeah. shit. And I'm like everything from like new wave to the hip hop dudes to uh -huh. everything. I was like, I just want to, I want to be on this channel. I want to yeah. be in a video. I want to do, you know, I yeah. want to do this. I want to make music. Yeah. And, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It was, I mean, you know, and I've, I mean, I, I've seen, you know, it's just like when he would have like, um, 
you know, like fan meets or whatever. Like when I first moved here and it's just like, like I've been so terrified of, of meeting him. There's, there's, there's one opportunity. My wife used to play bass in this band for this artist and they played, um, the fuck is it called? Kua Kabu or Kabu or something in San Diego. Oh, Kabu. Yeah. 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 Kabu, yeah. Kabu it's like they played that same festival and he was playing with, um, Miles Kennedy and the, mm-hmm. and, um, so we got, you know, we got backstage and like, we're seeing him like side stage and like, he's like playing like that to me. That's like, I'm sorry. I'm fucking like fanboying, man. It's like, I remember seeing him. It's like, there he is. There's the guy. <laughs> I mean, there's look, the guy. And I remember go- thinking, cause we, we were like, you know, like we were walking backstage and I could see his trailer. I remember thinking, oh, this is it. I should just, and I was just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, like, I mean, look, if you had seen him around, he's cool enough where he, mm-hmm. you know, if you just kind of, you know, I don't, I don't think he wants to sit there and have like a 20 minute conversation. I'll do, I was just like, about to ask you if you could invite him on my uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just get him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's under S yeah. in my phone. Um, no, of course uh, not. And I wouldn't, you know, I don't do like, that to like, you know, you know, what's weird is uh-huh. that I, I don't think I have that for any mm-hmm. musician mainly because like, I always think to myself, I'm like, I could do what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, this is, this isn't a skill that I don't possess. Like, yeah. You're just, you're just a little better at me. Than yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I think I, I think I'm yeah. more intimidated by like baseball players. Like I see like <sighs> someone who, like someone who can throw a ball. Like, I'm like, that's like superhuman. I'm yeah. like, what are you, what are you made of? Like yeah. that, you could do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like someone who plays guitar or people who act yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. I'm like, I'm never yeah. like, I'm just like, eh, yeah, you're an actor. You're a whatever. I think it, because it was such a, but there are those iconic people yeah. where like the first, yeah, like the first time I was in the same room as, as Axel, like uh-huh. in 2012, uh-huh. he showed up that, you know, that uh-huh. in Russia at the yeah, rehearsal like, or whatever. Oh, and we're like, I like walked out. I was like, whoa, I'm like, that's there really like, that's the, that's the dude. There he is. Like, do you interact with them at all? Like, with, what's that? Do like with it? the band? Like, is this a, like, cause I mean, I've only, I've never worked with a band that level, you know, where it's just like, oh, like I with mean, the, every artist that I've ever of... worked with, it's like, dude, we're still in a bus together. We're like drinking. No, and... no, no. We didn't, we didn't. I mean, at that point, it was like three travel parties. Uh-huh. It was like his travel yeah. party, the band, and like their people, uh-huh. and then like crew. Mm-hmm. And it kind of still is that way. Mm-hmm. Although now it's like massive because it'll mm-hmm. be like, Axel's party slash party, Duff party, and then the rest of the band, yeah. and then the crew, and yeah. then the crew is like a hundred people. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would like, you know, there's like a, a bunch of buses, or mm-hmm. like we had, uh, you know, a chartered plane yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But my first, Dude, my first wild. show with them was in with the, with that uh-huh. version, with the not the new version, but like the the new old version. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, Twenty eighteen. You want a little? Yeah, little? yeah. Might as well just take this little drop and. Uh, um, I'll wait. I'll wait a second here, to start this this uh, tale, because this is a this is um this is a good one, huh? You're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll I have I have some some photos too from it. So, thank you. Um, so yeah, my my first show with the new old version, mm-hmm. which is the you know reunited and yeah. uh was 2018 at the olympic stadium in berlin and we get 
we get there, you know, and the, I already know the schedule. Uh-huh. We're gonna, you know, we've been rehearsing for a month mm-hmm. out out here, um, and then we're gonna fly there, and then with the full production on stage mm-hmm. and everything, we have like, I think we had like four or five days, and then it was like, you know, the next the next to last day was a, there was like a setup day for mm-hmm. backline, and then the band was gonna come in, fly in, and then the next day was a show. Mm-hmm. So we do my setup day. Everything's cool. Get to the tell. Come back the next day, and the band's coming in, and it's getting close to time when we're supposed to do the sound check mm-hmm. at the stadium. And um, I get a text from Dell James, who is their road manager, is also like mm-hmm. a writer. He wrote part of November Rain and all that. So he wrote the story behind mm-hmm. all that stuff. But he's like, you know, he tours with them. He's toured them since the eighties. Dell's like, hey, he's like, just out of curiosity, he's like, how many songs could you play on bass right now if you needed mm-hmm. to? He's like, if you could play, he's like, could you do like like six songs? And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could get, you know, kind of get my way through. Uh-huh. Like, I could definitely play one or two songs yeah. I know. Like, yeah. Do you like, my hardest pounding right now? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's this about? He's like, all right. He's like, Duff went to his um, his daughter's graduation, and he's got a private flight coming into Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is not going to make it in time for sound check, and we absolutely have to do it mm-hmm. because Slash is already on his way. Mm-hmm. He'll be there in an hour, mm-hmm. and Axel will be there. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get to do their thing, mm-hmm. it's going to cause a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. So, um, here's six songs you should learn right now. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to play sound check. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like what? And I'm like, so I did, we did, uh, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. We did welcome to the jungle. I did Mr. Brownstone mm-hmm. did civil war. Mm-hmm. Did that misfits cover that they always do. Uh, uh attitude. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and rocket queen. I learned those in like an hour I was sitting there and, they had also had a strange on the list, and I was like, "There's no fucking way I'm gonna know this because mm-hmm. it's like so long mm-hmm. and it's like so many parts." And they're like, "I'm like, oh my god, can he just land and just mm-hmm. do this? I do mm-hmm. not." And the mm-hmm. rest of the crew was like, "You're gonna do it? You're gonna play? Mm-hmm. You're gonna play?" I'm like, "I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, this is yeah. fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I, like whatever." And get up there, and they show up. And slash, they're like, "He's like, yeah, they said you you can uh, you can do it." Mm-hmm. Like where's Axel? They're like, oh, Axel's not gonna be here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. So I kind of, yeah, uh-huh. I breathe a little easy. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we need you to sing too. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> they're like, all right, let's go for it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I ended up doing that sound. I did the sound with uh-huh. Slash. Yeah. Like, I'm like playing it so easy, and I'm looking over, and I'm hearing him do the solos and shit, and I'm like, my heart is like racing and I'm looking around and like the other band dudes like Richard and mm-hmm. Frank were like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, mm-hmm. like really well. I'm like looking at, they're looking at me and they're like, they're giving yeah, me like yeah, yeah. that thing. I'm like, I do it so easy. I'm like, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got through one. Yeah, got yeah, through yeah. one. Do Brownstone. I'm like, got through Brownstone. And then Slash comes over to me. He's like, you know, estranged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, it's too long, too yeah. many parts. Uh-huh. And Slash goes, all right, DS said it's too long, too many parts. No more strange ever again. Yeah. Like he's like joking around. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I gotta, yeah, they gotta, yeah, yeah, I gotta laugh yeah. at him. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, let's do Rocket Queen. So we do uh-huh. Rocket Queen. And I'm like, as he's walking around, I'm like, wait a minute. I know that they do like a fucking super long version mm-hmm. of it where I'm just like playing that one, like, so just do, 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 over and over and over again. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I might just be doing that for a lot. I was like, 
uh, short version, short, short version. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, no, no full yeah, thing yeah, with yeah, the talk yeah. box yeah. solo, the whole mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, oh my God, this goes on for do that. We do, we do all the other songs, but like we did it. And like all the rest of the band was like, dude, you, you fucking killed it. We're like, fired yes. stuff and you're on. DS. And I was like, <laughs> I go back in my world and I'm like, take, I breathe. I'm like, oh, did it. And I was like, an axle wasn't there. So I don't have to worry about that. You know, like, Five minutes later, I get a, another text from Dell. He's like, Axel wants to come out and do this. You, you, got, you, see, you got another one in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He came back and we mm-hmm. did it again. Mm-hmm. And we come like, come, comes back out. And now I'm up there with the whole him band. doing the, the uh-huh. whole band doing it. And uh-huh. I was like, oh my God, what is happening right now? And my whole crew is like taking pictures yeah. of me. They're yeah, like, yeah, 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 this yeah. is insane. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Um, stressful, but it was cool that I was able to hold my own. And then in the middle of that, I made it like three songs. Uh-huh. Duff comes running up. Uh-huh. He's like, someone's yeah. like putting his ears in front yeah, of us. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah. what's going on? And yeah. they're, they're like, they're like, a slash like, no, it's cool, man. He's like, uh-huh. Diaz playing. And like, yeah. Duff's like, you played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so, he, like, he I'm had to be late. He, no one like told him that. Like, he thought he was just like late. He didn't realize that they were already like, uh-huh. I was already covering yeah, for him. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's awesome. He's like, thank you so much, man. He's like, that was He's like, I, that was huge. It was huge. And I'm like, okay, I play, I played with Axel and Slash. Like, tell 15 year old me that I did that. I would not believe, like, in some like gigantic, uh-huh. you know, empty soccer stadium yeah, in Berlin. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. him, like, yeah. Imagine them, imagining it filled with people, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, this is so, this is surreal. And I'm, as soon as I'm like done, I'm texting everyone back home. I'm like, you're not going to fucking oh. believe what just happened. I just, dude, I'm just jammed, I just jammed Rocket Queen with Slash, dude. That's fucking rad. It was, God, dude, fuck. I did it. Did. <laughs> I was like, I did it. Um, Holy that was like, fuck. that's, that's the most, that's probably the, one of the more surreal things, yeah. but it is a testament and it is a, it is a, tip for all techs out there learn all the songs in the set when you can because you never know when you're going to fill in one of the one of the dudes i play with i I have a band called Mm -hmm. nice i play bass and sing and ben young is um another tech that tours a fallout boy but he used to tour at lincoln park he's the guitarist Mm -hmm. and singer in my band um he's toured lincoln park and he was working for Brad Delson, the dude who wears the headphones. Yeah. Um, he was working for him and Brad got sick or broke his leg or something, but mm-hmm. he's like, Brad can't come to South mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're in Lincoln park. Mm-hmm. And he did a full tour in South America playing guitar <sighs> for, you know, 50,000 people a night in like Brazil. And just because, I mean, he knew the songs, yeah. he's a, you know, Ben's a play, he can play, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. he can learn an album's worth of yeah. songs, you know, and yeah. he, he did it. Yeah. And it actually happened again with fallout boy. Uh, he, the duty works for Joe. Um, he believe it was when he had his second kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they, he took a, he took a month uh-huh. off or whatever. And yeah. there was a few shows that he didn't uh-huh. make it to. And yeah. Ben, in. yeah, Ben played guitar, and they, you know, they do the thing where he's like kind of set back a little. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. not in front of the stage. You don't, yeah. get, to, you don't yeah. get to run around. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he did it. And, uh-huh. You know, he's he's like the official like tech villain yeah. guy. Yeah, and I, you know, I, there was a a point too when Pete was about to have his second uh-huh. kid, um, where he was like, you know, 
you could if you could learn the set mm-hmm. just to be on call mm-hmm. in case it happens. Mm-hmm. And I was all I learned mm-hmm. the whole thing and mm-hmm. it never happened. I was mm-hmm. on a call and then, yeah, yeah. and then she 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 held out until the uh-huh. end of the tour. Yeah, yeah. He was like after You're Red like, Rocks fuck. basically is like you know the whatever. And it was like four or five more days left, and I was like, all right, and I, I'm like ready to go. If you need to go, like peace out. You know, like I'll 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 do this. It'll be easy enough, but. Never happened, but it's just a good thing to have in your pocket, you know, because you never know. Nobody's, nobody's infallible, you know? Are you purposely hurting these people so you could play? Have you ever thought about that? It's like a Tanya Harding kind of thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) It's like you pull a Nancy Kerrigan on it, you know, just like smash it. What happened? Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I just, I just like, you know, I, I do like to stress that importance. So like, it's like, uh-huh. it's like you, you're, you're like, uh, it's ne- it's most likely never going to happen, Yeah, but it's always good to know. And it's just good to know if the band, you know, you're going to end up learning those songs mm-hmm. at some point, like the band members don't come yeah. to sound check or whatever. Like you, you because, might. Because I mean, you, you are, it's just like you're, you're, you're one degree. Well, they, they just, tr- they trust you. Yeah. With their with their gear, mm-hmm. with their sounds, with their tones, mm-hmm. with their whatever, you know they, you know Pete, for years now uh-huh. has trusted me to just get the things yeah. that he needs. Yeah. He doesn't think about it. He doesn't mm-hmm. think about what he's playing, or like what not what he's physically yeah. like, but like not yeah. the songs, but like the gear that he's playing. Yeah. Like you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I tell him, hey man, I'm like this would be good for mm-hmm. you. I think this is a good way to a route to go. You should go with this. Yeah, and he's like, okay, yeah. Do you think it's cool. I trust you. Yeah. And I I dial in the sounds, I yeah. program shit for him, whatever I got to do. And I try to do that for mm-hmm. all the artists I work mm-hmm. for. I want it to be as seamless mm-hmm. as possible. Some people are a little more knowledgeable with their gear mm-hmm. than others. Like Chris Trainer mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. He's very fractal savvy and he gets pretty deep into yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you said you had a story about it. Oh my God. Not to, yes. That's going to lead you back and to then that. I know. <clears throat> so now I'm like fucking do So, <laughs> he started like I don't even know how we started following each other, but you know it's just like dude, I, I do my thing on Instagram yeah. or whatever, and you know it's just like it's like who who is this beautiful man that's like this like hair long, and then like really nice mustache. I know it's just like and then oh you know it's just so dumb. But it's like he's verified or whatever, and it's just like dude, I mean I've been a, a Bush fan for a long fucking time, you know, and I was just like oh my god, fuck, that's like the guy from. Bush, it's like following me, you know, and then whatever. I don't think much of it, you know, and it's like sometimes like he'd like 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 my things or comment on my things. She's like, oh my god, fuck, Chris Trainer just like commented something on my thing. Oh my god, you know, like I tell my wife, he's a big, Moa, emo- he's a big emoji commenter. Yeah, he's yeah. a big oh, he's dude. a big like yeah, three fire emojis, <laughs> yeah. you know, or three three clown yeah. faces yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Dude, it's just like you know, but I mean, dude, he was like one of the first guys that like I felt was like. Fuck, man! Like Instagram, Instagram's a thing, man. Like if yeah, like, you can there's... you like you find random people yeah. on there, or like yeah, that that'll that has happened to me too. Where like I, some some random person who I'm like, oh, that's the dude from Bad Religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like someone mm-hmm. like ra- you know like mm-hmm. random bad yeah, people yeah. that I'm like, oh, I know who they are, and we kind of, we have mutual friends yeah. or whatever. But like I don't really know that person. Like how how did they f- end up seeing this photo or yeah. whatever? And I. It, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know how that algorithm works. It's weird. It's all it's so crazy. But like I mean, like I said, dude, it was like one of my first cause like uh like I was telling you earlier, it was like, dude, I mean, I always wanted to like I I love being in a band, I love playing guitar, but I've also always just loved 
like the mechanics of the of the instrument and like sure. I've just I've always just liked it and 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 that whole thing and you know like I don't know just working behind the scenes and all that like I've always had a thing for that you know but it's just like being in a band to like fuck this like oh this is too hard there's like six different opinions that I like I see the you know like the traps within that it's just fucking hard yeah that path i mean as you know you know so it's yeah. just like well i don't know what else like what else could i do you know and it's like well i like this other shit and everything and anyways long story short um you know like instagram was my thing was just like fuck it like i'm gonna just post the work that i'm working on and then just be really and good at that i think i think it's really cool the way you do it too mm-hmm. because it's like you show the behind, like the kind of guts of things. Mm-hmm. And I think it demystifies it for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give away the whole uh-huh. trade secret, but you could, you, you present it in a way that's like, Hey, if you're going to do this, do it this way. Mm-hmm. Like make your wiring, mm-hmm. neat. make this, you know, do it this way. This is junk. Mm-hmm. This is whatever. Yeah, yeah. This part, throw it out. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like just like little things like that. Mm-hmm. When you present to, mm-hmm. that to people, they think it's int- like yeah. people find it interesting. And I don't have anywhere near of a, a kind of presentation in that mm-hmm. way. But like mm-hmm. I'll put some of my work online, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, you know, whatever. People are like, oh, that's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. how do you? What do you mm-hmm. use to do that? And I'm like, this is not to me. This is not a trade secret. Yeah, I'll sit yeah. there. I'll be like, yeah. Use this to uh-huh. clean the chrome on this. Use yeah, this yeah, to, yeah. if you're going to clean, mm-hmm. do, you know, work on your neck mm-hmm. or, you know, if, if you're, don't be scared of doing this because it's yeah. not that hard mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, I'm not saying any of those people are going to try to do any of that yeah. in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. If you, and if you do, then you really should like, you know, read a book about mm-hmm. it or, mm-hmm. you know, at least, at very least watch a, watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah, just yeah. go out there and just try, like, unless you have a beater guitar that you uh-huh. just want to, yeah. you know, fuck it up and mm-hmm. do whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's cool when like I see mm-hmm. what you're you're doing, and it's you know you're kind of showing this way in a, in like a cool like you know sort of um, just the way the, the way say kid, it. The way come the, on you no know, the way that kids like to see it like the, the very mo- like mo- mm-hmm. modern mm-hmm. the modern guitar mm-hmm. tech, but like mm-hmm. the very like mo- yep. like presented like for Instagram uh-huh. for like as content. How about that? Yes, presenting instructional things in a, a cool looking way mm-hmm. as content yeah. makes it so that people see that and they're like, Oh, like, I think I can do that. And yeah. like, you can, I don't know. I'm not saying I, I don't need to hoggle all the work, you uh-huh. know, like, uh-huh. you know, you can learn how to mm-hmm. fix a guitar too. Well, like, the I don't thing think it's just like, dude, I mean, I've always said this too, which is like, dude, I mean, I've, I've worked for a lot of luthiers and mm-hmm. like, I went to school for this shit and whatever, it's fine. You know, like I, you learn a lot there, but it's just like, you know, like working with like, luthiers and 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 repair shops around the area again dude with the end goal thinking like oh dude i just want to get picked up for a tour man i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait but yeah, yeah you know like in the beginning it's just like no fuck off like you know it's it and it's yeah. not that it's like this like brotherhood or it's secretive thing it's just like it's it's just an industry it's its own world but like it, right. you know it's like anything else once you jump in ah you're in you know what I mean? It's just like if, especially gotcha. like, and you'll say, in if you're competent, if you're good, if people like you, you know, and and that's that's a thing that I I'll get those kind of questions from like today. Sorry, 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 to cut you off, but it's like you know, like I asked, like, hey, like Diaz is. I'm just gonna call you Diaz now too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's that's just that's yeah. what it's become. So it's like that's, Diaz is coming in, and it's just like you know, like ask him questions. It's like, dude, like twenty of them were like. 
like how do you get in how do you get in how do you do it how do you how do you get to that level you know and it's just like because that was my fucking question dude it was just like <laughs> how do i get in like let me in Man. who is it who do i gotta talk to you know from honestly for me and this is really my in was just the the luck of having been in a band that toured mm-hmm. with a band that became bigger mm-hmm. later and that was you know and it had and i got asked to do something at a time when i was like not sure <clears throat> of what i was going to do mm-hmm. with my future i was like am i going to go back to being a tour person and mm-hmm. a, a touring mm-hmm. tech or am i going to continue working in a venue in chicago yeah. and it was like just that right opportunity mm-hmm. from people that i knew already you know like like you know in 2003 one of the last tours i did with my old band you know it was us and fall out boy they were mm-hmm. opening for us mm-hmm. and we were playing little clubs and whatever and we just that's became insane. we just became friends yeah and i think that's the more than anything is mm-hmm. to always be friends with like if you're in a band mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. um be nice to the opening mm-hmm. bands because one day they're going to be picking you as their opening band on a tour or you know we had this thing it was like on the tour like all right whoever gets big first Mm -hmm. they take the other band they take Mm -hmm. the other guys out on tour and my band broke up Mm -hmm. so (laughs) they got big and they took me on tour you know and that was kind of that was kind of the route with that but i I think you know part of it is like don't stop don't ever stop learning Mm -hmm. but don't also don't don't like downplay yourself Mm because like i kept on thinking i'm like man I don't like have the right skill set to do mm-hmm. this and work for this. And then I realized I'm like, you know what? A lot of these people don't. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people I know who work for bigger bands than me mm-hmm. that um not a lot, but there's some people mm-hmm. that just like, I don't know, they still don't know how to mm-hmm. do certain things or whatever. And I'm not saying I don't I don't know how to yeah. do it. I I don't I don't build guitars. Yeah. You know, you build guitars. Uh-huh. That's something that I would love to do. Mm-hmm. And like I I when I have the the space and the mm-hmm. tools mm-hmm. and the time to mm-hmm. really like focus on tr- mm-hmm. and like trying to do that from scratch mm-hmm. the first time, like, you know, it's something that I will learn to do. And yeah. I I am very like when I'm I'm very driven to when I want to learn something, I was like, I want to learn how to put together a video and premiere or fucking yeah. animate something. Uh-huh. I just like went and yeah. did it and I powered through it uh-huh. until I got it. So like I think a lot of that is perseverance, like getting on tour, getting on tour with bands, learning how to be a tech. Mm-hmm. It's perseverance, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's like people ask that, like, how did you get? How did you get there? How did you? How did you one up that? How did you land that job? It's like, man, people saw that I had a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. I guess you mm-hmm. know, and they were they shot me a call, you mm-hmm. know. But start small. That's like, yeah, start small and be nice to the people that are. Yeah smaller than you because yeah. they're going to be your boss one day. Yeah. That's literally yeah. the only thing I can say is like, mm-hmm. just be nice to people, man. Mm-hmm. Cause like they'll remember, people remember things for a long mm-hmm. time when you, when you, and that's just like good life advice in general. You know, yeah, it's when, just you, like, when you, when you screw someone on like uh, anything, they'll just be like, yep, those guys not helping them out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, It'll, it, it happens, man. A few questions that I do want to ask you before yeah. we wrap this up. Sure. Um, there were uh, some, uh, again, like 20 of them were like, how oh, do you yeah. get into guitar tech? And it's like, yeah, I feel like. I, know. I mean, like, and, and you're going to, that's a, that's almost like, um, it's almost an unanswerable question because you just, I, I got into it because I always had an interest in like taking things apart as a kid and then just parlayed that into being a, you know, 
to, you know. Howdy, Brian. Howdy. How are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> I'm doing. Well, oh, there's awesome, one. Man. Here's a good one. How do you inspire yourself to do more? Um, how do I inspire myself? I mean, I I often just looking for inspiration from other people, and I see like, well, I okay, I, I always look to other people to see what they're doing, and I'm like, okay, this person's doing X X X, I can do X times five mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna yeah, push yeah, myself yeah. to do that one extra thing, or I just kind of, I don't. I tr- I don't like hold on to things for too long. Like if I get something done, I don't mm-hmm. like sit and dwell on it and mm-hmm. romanticize it. I'm like, got that done. What's the next project? Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I I just keep going, like banging it out. Not like in a weird factory kind of way. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a way that's like, cool. I accomplished that. Let's do the next thing. Uh-huh. You know, dope. Um, this is actually a really good one. Um, because he's really. F- fucking good at photography as well which is insane like no it dude yes it's a it's like anyone can play guitar anyone can shoot a photo no dude you're fucking good uh okay so here's the question what if any iconic artist photos do you wish you would have shot or inspired to do what he does no yeah like which who okay um, I'm really into concert photography uh-huh. and I really, um, my favorite photographer, concert photographer mm-hmm. is Neil Preston. He mm-hmm. most famously shot, uh, Queen mm-hmm. a lot. He toured with Queen and, uh, the photo that he shot that, that my favorite photo of his, mm-hmm. I actually like when I have money, I will mm-hmm. buy a, a real print of it, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, Freddie Mercury. He's, it's a famous, you've definitely oh, seen it. Yeah. He's, it's at Wembley. Um, and he's bent backwards, uh-huh. like, and it is like a pin of light over uh-huh. him. And it's like, so perfect. Like uh-huh. to think he had caught that on film, like uh-huh. when a film camera back in the seventies, like yeah. that exact moment, the sun, uh-huh. you see the crowd. Yeah. It's like one perfect. It's a, it's a perfect shot. And it's just like, I don't know that, that, that's a, it's an iconic photo. It's an, just look up. Neil Preston, it's uh-huh. N-E-A-L Preston, mm-hmm. um, and look up Queen. He has a whole book now that's just Queen photos, but he's taken uh-huh. so many incredible shots. He took the shot of um, you know Robert Plant with the dove on his uh-huh. hand, and like I just wish I could have been Neil Preston. Yeah, <laughs> how, about that? how about that? I just want to be Neil. And you know, I met him at Nam, and he was you the, did. The, he was the, the nicest dude. He signed my book, and I was really, like, I was like, hey man, I'm like you know I tour with bands, but mm-hmm. I'm not you know I'm like I'm yeah, a guitar yeah. tech, uh-huh. whatever. And then he mentioned, he's like, oh, he's like, I used to tour the guitar tech, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Red Dog or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you mean the guy that they based the character in like almost famous? Yeah, on? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, telling me about like, yeah. so he's like, and I was like, well, I'm also a photographer uh-huh. or whatever. And he's like, show, I like, showed him my uh-huh. camera. He's like, come on, let's get a photo. And like yeah. someone took a photo uh-huh. of us. And I'm like, oh, this is great. That's like, it's like, and he was like super nice. And yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, that was cool. Uh, what is your favorite guitar that you've ever worked on? I mean, a lot of these are just now like fucking. My favorite guitar I've it. ever worked on. I mean, I mean, you just worked on some pretty dope. Um, I I did a bunch of stuff for uh for just actually really recently uh-huh. for Butch Vig. God damn! You know, Butch yeah. famously produced Nirvana, Nevermind. Yeah, but also like Smashing Pumpkins, uh-huh. Siamese Dream, yeah. Sonic Youth, uh-huh. Dirty. You know, like pretty small records. Yeah. <laughs> some of these bands hopefully they make it one yeah. day and everyone can hear their music but um 
he, I, you know, I've been, I was going back and forth to his house. He lives in Silver Lake and uh, nicest dude. I love Butch. I knew him from when I did Garbage and he's a drummer of Garbage. You know? Well, you're going to get him on my next episode, right? You, you promised yeah, yeah, he's, me. He's yeah. actually waiting yeah. outside. <laughs> so you, wait, you wait for me. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he gave me a bunch of stuff to work on his first studio. Some really, there was actually some really killer guitars there, mm -hmm. but the very last one he gave me, I went to his house to drop off the last two and he's like, I got one more. He's actually, he's like, I don't have a case for it or mm -hmm. anything. He's like, but this um, was a Hagstrom that Pat Smear gave me, Pat Smear from Nirvana or the Germs, yeah. then Nirvana, yeah. then Foo Fighters, yeah. um, <laughs> gave me this Hagstrom that he, you know, it was like a Nirvana era uh -huh. thing that he had. Um, it's It was it was a beater. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty shot. And I brought it back to life for him. And I was like, I don't know. This thing was like, yeah, played it like in yeah. Nirvana. Like that's pretty wild. Like it wasn't my favorite guitar uh -huh. to play. Yeah. Cause it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a Hackstrom. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't love Take them. That you know? Yeah. I don't think they're going to give me a sponsor. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, they yeah, still yeah. A company? We're canceled know. anyways, dude. So no one's now. listening at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They've already, like, they've, <laughs> made, they've made up their minds. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty. That was pretty. That was a pretty cool guitar to have to like have worked on. Mm -hmm. um, just like working on Duff's stuff was crazy. Mm -hmm. Just like I don't know, or like I didn't work. I didn't work on the guitar, mm -hmm. but I held the uh, the Cheap Trick five yeah. neck. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. my buddy yeah. Larry Larry Malero uh -huh. was uh, was Rick Nielsen's tech uh -huh. until he he passed away. Yeah. On, not Rick, but yeah. Larry. Uh, uh, and Larry is someone I knew from when uh -huh. I toured some 41 yeah. or whatever, but he, you know, he, they were doing a show at the mm -hmm. Greek and I went and mm -hmm. saw him and he's like, you want to feel it? And I pick mm -hmm. it up and I'm like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I am lucky to have mm -hmm. been around a lot of, uh, fa like famous instruments, you know, iconic. where I'm like iconic instruments where I'm like, Oh, uh -huh. that was used on this recording. Uh -huh. Pretty cool. Like I'm pretty sure one of those 12 strings I worked on for uh -huh. Butch was like, a 12 string that he used on Siamese dream, mm -hmm. like an electric 12 mm -hmm. string. I was like, and like, you know, got it back to mm -hmm. back into shape. Mm -hmm. And then you plug it in and you just mm -hmm. strum through it. And you're like, Oh, there it is. There's yeah. That, there's that tone. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. A, I recognize yeah. that. Oh, it was pretty, it was yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, that's ah, pretty sweet. You know, I don't particularly want to work on anything that's like too crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, so a friend of mine, he's a tech for Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. um, Jason uh, famously recently bought a uh, a fifty nine burst mm -hmm. that belonged to Ed King from mm -hmm. Leonard Skinner, and I mean, this is like a half a million dollar mm -hmm. guitar, and it is now my friend Mike's thing that he's got to mm -hmm. take care of. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, what do you do? Like, if he's like, I need this adjusted, and mm -hmm. be like are you doing it or are you sending it out? What yeah, does it do? And yeah. he's like, it's like, no, I, he's like, I do like yeah. basic maintenance on it. He's yeah. like, if it needs anything really serious, yeah. like even if he's like, even if it needed like, no, nah, I mean, he, he's like, I'll, I'll do, yeah. I'll do setups and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's, it's like, it's in good playing order. Mm -hmm. he's, and I'm like, where does it go? And he's like, it just goes in a case with him. Mm -hmm. He's like, it, he takes it to the bus and like, mm -hmm. he doesn't, he doesn't travel with, he doesn't travel with me. He's like, I don't put it. It's like go like yeah, yeah, in a yeah. case in a truck, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. guitar. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, yeah. you know? Like, and I because I had tweeted about that when he bought the guitar, uh -huh. and I was like, and I tweeted at Jason about it, and Jason's like, oh, don't worry, Mike, don't have to take care of it. And I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> like, at least wow. I know he's not worried. He's not like the custodian of a yeah, half yeah, a million yeah. dollar guitar. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Slash has shit like that out on yeah. the road. He's got some, yeah. some heavy pieces mm-hmm. out there. And, you know, Richard Fortis just mm-hmm. bought a Burst. He bought mm-hmm. a 60 and like someone's going to have to take care of that. It's like at some point it's like a friend of mine's, you know, he said like, it's a tool, not a jewel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but there are some, some tools are jewels too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's an expensive tool, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then uh, there's a bunch of other dumb ones, but mine okay. that I ask people is like, what is the golden nugget of advice that you wish you knew when you were say 21? When I was 21, God, that was 46 years ago. If you could tell yourself <laughs> now, like, dude, this will, you know. Man, maybe like eat better. No. Uh, I mean, those, are, like, those are important I mean, ones. I, I No, I will say, you know, I, I've been, I just, you know, full disclosure, I've been mm-hmm. through like, I've been through periods of of my life where I was extremely unhealthy, Mm -hmm. like drug wise Mm -hmm. and whatever. And, um, I think I would tell my 21 year old self, like, do not do what you're doing now, Mm -hmm. 10 years from now, like Mm -hmm. cool it Mm -hmm. and maybe focus on, maybe take some things a little more seriously. Like I feel like there, I had some like, like lost years, Mm -hmm. even though I was working and doing things. And I just, I just feel like I, I feel like I shaved some years off my life that, mm-hmm. um, man, I would have just told myself to quit smoking mm-hmm. <laughs> way earlier yeah. too, like before it became a real yeah. health issue. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. Just like, I think I, I would, my advice would be like, take care of yourself better mm-hmm. because when you're 44, you're going to fucking feel it. Honestly, man, I, 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 I think it's fucking rad. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about race, but it is cool to see someone that has the same skin tone as I do been doing it for so long and not realizing that there's people already doing it there and thinking damn that guy could do it i could do it too you know what i mean so you're a trailblazer dog you're doing it you've done it and i appreciate you and i'm so glad that i got to meet you man and you're a great guy and you're great yeah we're we're all great great. (laughs) but no seriously dude thank thank you man and it's been rad to uh to see you through the instagram and like i said even the the photography thing it's been it's been super cool to see someone even for me like cool he's a guitar tech but damn look at that like he's got all these other passions man keeps me you know so i um I appreciate you, man. And and thank you for coming thank out. You. And uh let's do this again after maybe a a few tours. Yeah, I'll have some more fresh, <laughs> fresher stories. These ones are getting stale. Yeah. No one wants to hear about slash anymore. <laughs> no, yes, dude, trust me. That's probably gonna be like the point where it's just like everyone, dude, honestly, man, that was fucking rad. And nah, thanks for having me. Dude, for thank you for awesome. uh sharing that with us. Thanks. All right, motherfuckers. Chris, as always, thank you, buddy. Um, we had a few technical difficulties. We're trying to figure them out, but um, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. We love y'all, and uh, peace out, motherfuckers. No, actually, wait. No, no, no. What's your band? 
Oh, I have a band called Knives. K-N-I-F-E-S, Knives. Okay, and then... Uh, it's Knives underscore band on Instagram and everywhere. We have a couple EPs which just came cool. out, and they're on Spotify. Go check it out. Dude, you're about to be flooded. Yo, with, what up? Uh, <laughs> what up? And, uh, and then photography. Do you still sell your um, I do. Um, BrianDiazPhoto.com. Uh-huh. I got stuff up there. And anything on my uh-huh. on my Instagram, BrianKeithDiaz mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's for sale. And like, yeah, I, you know, I... I just hit me up on there, and mm-hmm. if you see something that strikes you, you know, cool. I've been I've been trying to kind of roll it back as tour mm-hmm. is about to start because mm-hmm. then it's because it, I do all my printing myself, so it's hard to do when I'm on, uh-huh. on tour. But mm-hmm. you can figure something out. Cool, as cool. usual. And then last thing I will say is stop asking this man for backstage passes, y'all. Stop it. <laughs> I know you're all outside Dodger Stadium <laughs> waiting already. Ain't gonna happen. Sorry. All right. Dude, love you, buddy. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah. All right. Peace out, motherfuckers.